season real quickly, your Yesterday was the best day of the year. Yes, Opening Saturday of SEC football. Ba, 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 ba. Oh. Bro, I woke up yesterday morning feeling so good. Oh, I forgot yes. you don't have me on Snapchat, dude. I was waking up. I was sending people videos. I was dancing in my car. I was grinning. I was telling people I was as, as giddy as a – what's that saying? Like as giddy School as – Schoolgirl? Yeah. I yeah. Was like, Yep, I was so happy, man. Oh, I almost texted you uh, Friday night to be like, hey, it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> no, it really was, bro. bro. I, I had trouble sleeping on Friday night. Dude, I was so excited. And was... honestly, like, I feel like opening weekend was, like, perfect, like, perfect for 2020. Oh, like, it was perfect. Perfect. Like, I want us to go just through both sides of the division, or sorry, the conference, and just start with the E. Or actually, let's start with the West. Um because we can talk through the East. I mean, I guess there are a lot of crossover games. So we'll just start. I've got the results pulled up. I'm just going to go game by game. We can talk about each result, what we thought, everything. So the first one on here is Kentucky and Auburn. Yep. So I actually thought Kentucky had a chance to win this game. Um, I think Kentucky's got a really good offensive line, obviously. Uh, They've got Smoke back this year, um, who – is a really good back, but the biggest thing yep. to me was uh, Wilson being back, having him yeah. back at quarterback, um, and I just really believe in Mark Stoops. I think Mark Stoops is underrated as a coach as a whole, oh, yeah, um, we've talked about and he's that. obviously committed to Kentucky. Like he got offered a Florida State job and turned it down, which even though Florida State's been down, that's like a marquee job in college football. So not anymore. Well, I mean, dude, it's bad over there. Bad, bad. Uh, they got. Molly whopped. I know. Bad, bad, bad. They got gangbanged. This... But, I mean, it is a uh, – I thought Kentucky could have won that game. Auburn ended up winning uh, no. by 16 points, I think. Yeah, 29-13. And that was off of two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Going in the fourth quarter, it was 15-13. to Auburn They had a pick six, too, as well. Do what? Uh, Kentucky was was about to score a touchdown. I believe Auburn had a pick six in the red zone. They they so. had a pick six. They had a hundred yard return that got negated. Yeah. Oh, did it get negated? Okay, that's what I didn't. Well, no, that's no. right. That's right. This is what happened? I think the I didn't get to watch the game, but I like watched highlights. I was stuff. in and out of it. Yeah. I'm not. If I'm not mistaken, it was intercepted. There was a targeting after the interception, and they oh, maintained yep. possession, but they didn't get the pick yes. six. Yes. Yep. That's exactly correct. Yeah. So, yeah. so what what are your thoughts there? Did you expect Auburn to just win? Did you think it was going to be a close game? I thought that it would be close in the first half. First of all, Kentucky's running back like Kavase Smoke. Yeah. Does that does that not sound like some like something you put on the grill? Like I'm gonna <laughs> have some Kavase Smoke tonight. <laughs> throw some Kavase Smoke on the grill. Throw some Kavase on the grill. It sounds like just, a really expensive brand of alcohol or something. I think it sounds like some ex- like like expensive sausage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, I thought it would be close in the first half, and then I figured Auburn would pull away. I didn't think Kentucky. Had, it's just more about talent to me. Like I think Kentucky is a better uh, better coach team. I think they have a good offensive line, but I didn't. I mean, I thought Kentucky would keep it close, but I didn't think they'd win. I and the know. bottom line is, man, Kentucky's come a long way. Obviously, like there's no denying that, but they still don't. They still just don't have the dudes that Auburn has. Yeah. You know, they're not landing, like, those five-star and four-star guys at the same rate that Auburn is. And we see that we see that a lot in these SEC games where one team is, you know, like a Florida or a Georgia or an Alabama or an Auburn or an LSU versus these mid-tier to low-tier teams where the recruiting is just so – there's such a big gap in the recruiting that you see the athlete-on-athlete really play a part in how games go yeah i mean that's kind of that's that's what wins these teams i mean you saw it in a couple other games but like but at the end of the day a lot of these games just boil down to talent sometimes oh oh, yeah Uh, for sure for sure i mean there's a reason you recruit five stars right like yeah 
like if it was all about coaching, then, you know, guys would not worry so much about getting the best player, but it's not all about coaching. Like coaching is probably like, I would say I think coaching is probably like 30 to 35% of what makes you win. Like really, I say way more than that. Way more. I say talent. I'm not talking about schemes. I'm talking about development and like, like actual like play calling. Like, no, no, that's not all I'm talking about. I'm not talking about play calling and schemes. That's more. I'm talking about like if you take that's an coaching and making him better, like developing him into something more than he is right now. Uh, like if you take an athlete who plays receiver, the coach is the, there's a like um there's not a ton the coach can do unless you're like an elite coach to make him that much better than he already is. Um, You know what I mean? Like a lot of it is just, I mean, if we're playing man-to-man defense, the best athlete's going to win 80% of the time. Oh, no, I'm with you. You know what I mean? Now, if we're talking play calling and stuff, it goes way up. Oh, yeah. How much coaching affects it. But there are certain teams that could have the best, like, like take recruiting out of it. On an even playing field, you know, coaching's going to factor in more. But oh, yeah. if all five stars and, you know, if Nick Saban coaches, you know, uh, San Jose State, they're not winning a national championship unless he recruits five stars and four stars. Well, that's the bar. That's that's why he knows he's got to recruit. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So that's yeah. why I'm saying the coaching is like of less effect on the game other than just at pure athleticism and, and dudes on dudes. Unless you're Mike Leach, baby. Oh, my gosh. We'll get to that game. <laughs> sure. so, the big thing for me um, in the Auburn-Kentucky game is that – I think Kentucky, both teams are solid. Do what? I think both teams are solid. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think that, you know, this is game – week one is going to be weird always for everybody. I still think Kentucky is – in the top three in the East, I don't think Tennessee's better than Kentucky. I don't think South Carolina's better than Kentucky. Vandy sure is not better than Kentucky. Um, so it's going to be interesting what what happens with them down the road. And, you know, Mark Stoops is going to eventually win these some of these big games. You know. He's won I, big games. Yeah, I know, but I mean like. Yeah, but I, like consistently. Yes, exactly. I yeah. think eventually he's going to be a guy that – no matter who he plays, we think, you know, Kentucky has a chance to win if he stays there. And I think he's committed to staying there. And honestly, like, why wouldn't you be? You know, do you yeah, people to to come to the school? You're getting better recruits. Um, you're getting he's gonna recruits. leave. When though? Like who's gonna when hire he doesn't, him? when he gets a better job offer than Florida State? But who but what kind of school do you think is gonna offer him? The kind of school that was willing to pay a shit ton of money. So you're thinking like maybe out of conference? Definitely out of conference. So like Big Ten, Big Twelve, something like I don't that. think he'd go to an SEC school yet. I think he'd go out of conference and come back. But I think he'd go I'm trying to think of like I don't know, because there's no ACC school that I think he'd go to. Like Yeah, I think he might stay for a while, man. I mean I think he'd stay for a while, but I think ultimately he'd get the bag. Oh yeah, I mean, if somebody just throws crazy potentially, money, potentially, potentially Big Ten, like, I mean. But do you think he's at that point where somebody would throw him crazy money? No, but colleges are stupid, dude. We need to like, do a whole episode. They threw, the they threw Willie Taggart big money, like if it's, Yeah, but but there was a point where people thought Willie Taggart was like a a coach. I never thought so. But okay, but the man not, never had above five hundred record. No, no, no. I'm talking about when Florida was hiring him. I was, I was like, Florida was potentially looking to hire him. I was like, hell no, I don't want him. Bro, I wish they had hired Willie Taggart. I know. That would have been so funny. The fucking goat, baby. Like, that would have been so funny. It would have been, but guess what? We did it. Yeah. All right. So, the next game on my list is Florida at Ole Miss. So, obviously, you oh, watched that game. So, just break uh, it down yeah. for me. Break it down. Uh, here's the uh, quick breakdown for you. Kyle Trask winning the fucking Heisman. Offense explosive. Defense needs some work. But let me just say this before you start shitting and being like, oh, my, 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 you gave up 30 points to Ole Miss. Let me make a good point. Like you said, and I'm 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 willing to admit, 
and and say that that defense wasn't good enough for me, and and we should not be happy with that defensive performance. As a Gator fan, yes. However, I was looking up a little something something earlier today because I was like, this little asshole is going to come on here and be like, you let Ole Miss score thirty points, and I don't want to hear anything about Stetson Bennett because we beat him. Blah 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 blah. Listen here, pub. Ole Miss, Ole Miss last year scored thirty uh, thirty or more points in multiple SEC games, most notably against Alabama and LSU. And that, and they weren't nearly as well coached on the offensive side, as well as they had a, this pretty much the same amount of talent because no one really left. Hold so, on. hold on, big difference, big difference. It's a new offense and a new play caller. and A better and, play caller and a better it offense. Matter. It doesn't matter. Just changing offensive systems will take a team back. Yeah, maybe Georgia. Oh my! But God. this is all Miss player because guess what? They had the talent. Okay, trip. Lane Kiffin, who's a premier offensive, uh, premier offensive play caller, in it, it doesn't matter. And besides, you saw him. You saw him slow down anyway. They had their couple. They had their first good series. Bada bing, bada boom. A couple missed tackles. Here we are. Look, all I'm saying is I'm happy with it. Week one, when you beat an SEC team, it is what it is. Florida's offense is scary as shit. So you better hope. You better hope that the defense struggles this year because we're going to be freaking rolling, baby. Rolling. I mean, here's, here's my big takeaway. Florida had multiple scores in each quarter. That's yes. a big deal. So 14 points in the first, 14 points in the second, 13 points in the third, and 10 in the fourth. That's a big deal no matter what team you're talking about. Two scores every quarter, awesome job, big deal. However, you are playing on this. And okay. what what and when I called you last night and we got at each other's throats, <laughs> my point was that when I said something about Ole Miss, you were you were an Ole Miss apologist. They're better than you think. They have so much talent. Lane Kiffin this, Lane Kiffin that, da, 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 whatever. No, no, no. I just but then hold up. Hold up. But when I talk about Georgia and Arkansas, you're like, Arkansas is the worst team in the league. Da, da, da. Bro. They are, bro. Bro. First off, you really you really think Arkansas will lose to Vandy? That, that's a close one. I don't know. Vanderbilt almost beat A&M. Yeah, but I – bro, we'll get to that game, but I still don't – I'm not buying – we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I I'm know, just I not know. buying Jimbo. I'm just not. You but staying on Florida Ole Miss – Anytime you score 50 points against the SEC team, it's a big deal. But Ole Miss's defense does not compare to the defenses you're going to play later in the year. No, I agree with that. Okay. So, I do – I will say this. Kyle Trask is the real deal. I have not been willing to say that because I do believe in Dan Mullen as a QB coach. Um, I mean, if you look at Felipe Franks last night versus – Georgia compared to what he did under Dan Mullen. I think you can see that. Um, and I think that Kyle Trask is a guy who a lot of people were super high on. And I just don't think that, you know, like sustained success is the real yeah. measure of how good somebody is. Cause Jake Fromm at one point was a world beater and we saw last year him really struggle. So to me, sustained success is like, the big deal. And Kyle Trask coming out and throwing for 400-plus yards is – And six touchdowns. Show, yeah, shows me that he's the real deal. Now, can he do that against defenses like Georgia, um, no, Alabama, things like that is the question, right? Um, I do think that Florida deserves to be ahead of Georgia in the rankings, but I've also this year I don't care about rankings as much as I would have with it being inter just conference only. Yeah, because it's really just about who wins the conference championship at this point. Like as far as who gets in the playoff, I'm not as worried about rankings um, as I have been. In well, the it's past. kind of been like that all every year though. Whoever wins. Yeah, the but. But there's something different about this year, man, with the way the rankings. I think we're more prone to have two SEC teams with with this season than we are. Than I, yeah, I, and that's and that's why I'm not as worried about it. Is because like. But you should be though, because the rankings are going to determine that. Sure, but like let's say Florida, let's say Georgia 
loses one game in the regular season and it's Florida. Okay. And Florida goes to the SEC championship game. Yep. And then Florida beats Alabama. I think yep. Georgia would be the second SEC team into the playoffs. Or vice versa. It depends, like, how bad Georgia loses. Their wins. And it's the same well, thing with Alabama. Like, the committee. Bama, too. Yeah, but there's going to be a lot of eye test stuff this year. That, like, you're going to have to win. Like, if you're going to want to go to college football playoff, as a non-conference champion, you're going to have to pass. You're going to have to wax teams, except your. We need to. Way. We need to do an episode about this, but I really think this year they should honestly do a 16 playoff, and Power Five champions should make it, and a group of five teams should make it. I just don't think it. I just don't think it makes sense. No, I'm with you more than more than more so than others, but yeah, I mean, it's like the Big ma- Ten's playing eight games. You know why it's it's just not going to matter this year. You know why because. Florida is world beaters, baby. Oh my gosh, bro! We're the national championship. No, can I, just, can I tell I'm you not something that I've, I, I've long never season said to you? Ago. Can I tell you something that I've never said to you? But I need to just come clean right now, and I'll post this in the OTS Facebook group later. Let it out, bitch! You're the most biased fan I've ever been around. <laughs> no, I'm not, bro. You're more biased than me. When I do this stuff, I'm trolling. No, no look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. No. If you want, you want me to take my bias out of it because this is my honest belief. It's a long season. Kyle Travis looks good. I think that we have the potential to be the best offense in the SEC for sure. I, our defense needs work. That's it. But the other stuff is just trolling because I like. But it's not even football. just college football, bro. What else am I? Ha- what else am I biased about? Harden. How am I biased about Harden? He's a great player. Cam Newton. Okay. Well, how am I biased about him? My boy ain't going off. Well, Look, there's a difference between being biased and just having your boys back. When okay. Cam when Cam got injured, I said, you know what? Maybe maybe I'll, I'll put it to the test. I'll put it in the OTS Facebook group and just say, who thinks Parker Gailey is biased? They all are because they're Harden haters. They're all are gonna say that because they're Harden haters. Okay, but my takeaways is first off, I think Lane Kiffin's a good fit for Ole Miss. I, yeah. I feel like I did not expect him to score 35 in this game. Um, and I I think that the – I think that Matt Corral was like a good choice. Um, I was afraid that he would go with um, – John Rice Plumley. John Rice Plumley, But I think Matt Corral was the right choice for the kind of style of offense Lane Kiffin likes to – Yeah, I agree with that. And I think, I think that Ole Miss – beat somebody this year that people don't think they should. Oh, so you're giving old Miss credit, huh? See what how that works. Remember you want to shit on Florida, but you want to give old Miss credit. No, 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 no. That's not that's not true. All I said was it's old Miss. They don't have, you know, the greatest team ever. That doesn't mean they can't beat somebody that they're not supposed to. Yeah. I think Arkansas probably beat somebody they're not supposed to this year too. I don't know. All right, so the game, probably the big upset surprise of the week, Mississippi State over LSU, 44-34. to Yeah, that game was fucking wild. Bro. Bro. Hold on, let's, let's, just, let's just get this out of the way. Mike Leach needed exactly one game. <laughs> to set the SEC record for passing yards in a game. 623 passing yards. Oh, no. I'm going to say that that um, I definitely doubted, like, Mike Leach's ability. Like, the air, like, I thought he would come in and throw the football and do this, that, and the other, but I did not think it would be like this. Okay, so here's my take. Here's my take just, like, right off the bat. If you're a running back, don't ever commit to Mississippi State ever again. <laughs> because you will never get a carry if you're a quarterback go yeah like if you're a quarterback you just need to go but secondly is is like i think this is just like this is a combination of lsu being way overhyped should have never been ranked six in the country not nearly as good they've had multiple players opt out they've had like it's a they have a record-breaking like non-returning starters from uh, our production from a national championship team. I don't know why the hell this team was so high. I mean, this offseason they've got – I mean, Coach O 
freaking his wife left him. The team, the team's got players opting so out. His wife left him in the offseason. Yeah. yeah, bro, he's struggling. Coach shows LSU is struggling, bro. The players are leaving. The wives are leaving. Why did people put them at six? I don't even know. Just why? Just, just the divorce would have dropped them two spots in my AP. Bro, this is the big thing for me. At the end of the first quarter, do you know what the score was? I can't know. What was it? Three to zero in favor of Mississippi State. Oh, uh, yeah. That was wild. Hold on. First off, Mississippi State, with the offense they run, had only scored three points in the first quarter. LSU, coming off of the greatest offense in the history of college football, had zero points in the opening quarter of the yeah, season. Yeah, because they lost the Joe brothers. They lost Joe zero Brady. Points. Miles Brennan overrated. Looked like trash. Man, this is what I'll say. You see how far they jumped today, though, by the way? They went from 6th yep. to 20th. 20th? Golly. Here's what, here's what I'll yep. say. You and I have been really hard on Coach O for several years. Um, and last year, we even made kind of like an apology at the end of the season. Like, maybe we were wrong, whatever. And I'm, I'm not saying we weren't wrong. I think Coach O is still a good coach. But this is, like, bad, man. Like, to come to, to be a defending national champion and lose to an, an unranked Mississippi State team who's got a brand-new head coach. Yeah. Who's doing a brand new offense that is not an easy offense to run. Who's got a quarterback who is a transfer, has been in a different offense the whole time he's been in college football. And to yeah. lose, to give up 44 points. In three and, quarters. Well, 41. And it was at home. It was at home. It was yeah, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that much. That doesn't mean that much. Like I don't want to hear it that. Does. It does. It does. This is why people. I think like when we talk about home field advantage, a lot of what we talk about is like fans, right? Yeah, but, but I think home field advantage matters a lot in terms of just routine and normalcy. And like, think about when you played football. A home game was so much easier to get ready for than an away game. Yeah. You didn't have to travel. You got to hang out like you got the meal you wanted you got to wake up in your own bed like all that stuff i think home field advantage extends far past just fan interaction yeah i mean like, I'm even though there aren't people in the stands like there usually are i do think it still matters especially for the defending national champion throw yeah, LSU's going to lose like four games, maybe five this year. They're losing to Auburn. They're losing to Alabama. They're going to lose probably – they're going to lose to Florida. Yep. Um, so, there's four losses right there. So, you know, sneak another one in there. Bada bing, bada boom. But Mississippi State's going to be good this year. Mississippi State, hot take. Mississippi State finishes the SEC West. In the third spot, that's not that hot of a take. That's maybe really not that hot of a take. I thought you were maybe right. second. Maybe second. I'm gonna go second. I'm gonna go second because I think Mississippi State has a has the opportunity to be better than Texas name for sure, and I definitely think Auburn. Or, yeah, I I'm definitely think say Mississippi State finishes second. I think they finish behind Alabama. So that means they lose two games. They lose probably Alabama. I think they, they lose, lose Alabama, and they probably drop one. Into one of the East teams they play, and I'm going to say Georgia just because I'm a Georgia fan. Well, who's the other East team they play? I don't know. I hadn't looked at their schedule. Hmm. Let's see. I'm going to up real quick. I don't um, think it's anyone special, but but yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited for it though. I like oh, Mike Leach. Dude. I'm glad I don't have to play him. That's for damn sure. Me too. And I uh, no, you do have to play him though. No, I mean, I really like him. I know we have to play him. Oh. <laughs> um, I am really excited that he's in. Oh, they play Kentucky. Oh yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That could be interesting. Yeah. Which they might actually. There should be another East game, right? Or is it just two crossovers? No, they play Vanderbilt too. They'll win that game. Yeah. Oh. Molly Wap. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad Mike Leach is in the SEC. Actually, a couple years ago, you and I talked about how awesome it would be for him to get hired into the SEC. And he um, did. And he did. So, it's turning out to be even more awesome than I expected. We have a we have a funny group of coaches, that's for sure. We've talked about that multiple times. But Mike Leach definitely – did you see that man tweeted a meme afterwards? Did you see that? 
after the game about about pumpkin spice about (laughs) and then he said something about ghosts being in the stadium and that that they didn't play that the reason they played LSU is because Green Bay and and New England weren't available yes bro like I was like he's a wizard bro he looks like a wizard he does he does all right so next game on the list Georgia Ah! versus Arkansas. So, I'll just give you my breakdown of this game. Go. First half, bro, I was was annoyed. I wasn't mad. I was annoyed because there's nobody that watched that first half that is thinking, like, Arkansas is a better team. Yeah. It was just dumb mistakes, stupid penalties, no blocking, just – just silly, pointless, dumb stuff. 75 at halftime, and then we scored 22 points in the third quarter, one of which was our defense. Yep. So my takeaway is that it's really hard to have multiple quarterbacks that you think are going to be the starter go down, whether it's opt-out like Jamie Newman or not be medically cleared like JT Daniels. Um, and I think Dewan Mathis didn't play well, but he was hurt by some other stuff that was going on as far as the offensive line. And obviously we've got like some new offense stuff going on, new offensive coordinator. Um, and it was a really ugly, ugly, ugly first half. And if that first half is – if that first half is what we can expect from Georgia this whole year, we lose four games. Yeah. But if the but if not, if we can figure that stuff out and get it even if our offense can even be average, then I think we lose one game. Because our defense is unbelievable. Yeah. Like unbelievable. Arkansas scored 7 points in the first quarter. Zero in the second, three in the third, and zero in the fourth. Oh yeah, I mean that's. I mean, I I definitely think y'all's defense is elite. Don't get me wrong. Arkansas's offense just sucks as well. They just they don't oh. have an off, They don't have offensive line. For but sure. but I think my take on it was first of all, when is JT Daniels supposed to be back? Um, we don't know. So he obviously had surgery. Yeah. Um, and he's waiting to be cleared. Kirby seems to think he will be cleared at some point this year. uh, Yeah, that's not like something – that's not like – like if you're a Georgia fan, you don't want the answer some point this year. Well, I I say some point this year. He acts like it will be sooner rather than later. Uh, But in typical head coach fashion, he's like holding it close to the chest. You know what I mean? Like you know how they they are. They don't like – Yeah, and then of course like – They kind of keep it, you know, tight. Yeah. Um, I think that – Dewan Mathis will still I think Dewan Mathis and Stetson Bennett will both continue to get reps because Kirby said in his postgame conference he's not committing to someone that and in his opinion Dewan Mathis it wasn't so much that he played bad but that he was hurt by decisions that other players were making and the play of other players um like the offensive line and that sort of thing I mean I'd agree with that I still don't think he's Dewan Mathis I mean I mean, it is one game, so sure. Well, this is but. this is my this is my real opinion. I think Stetson Bennett should start because Dewan Mathis is more of a playmaker, and he's going to take chances. He's going to run the ball. He's going to be more of a gunslinger type, like you know, roll out of the pocket and throw it downfield, stuff like that. Stetson Bennett's just going to run the play. Stetson like Bennett. Gonna, Stetson Bennett is a great. Manager. He's a great value, Jake Fromm. I mean. I honestly, and I told you this yesterday, I thought he was worse than he played yesterday. Like, you thought Bennett was worse than he played? Yes, I thought he was way worse than he played yesterday. Yeah, I mean, he's um, a four-string. He, he only played the second half. He threw for 211 yards. No, he played well. I mean, I think at that point, like – But Arkansas- the thing is, is that when he's in the game, it needs to be – He's throwing easy routes yep. to, you know, check down. Like, he needs to be throwing, like, meat and potatoes stuff. 
Y'all's defense is really going to step up this year because I really don't care if it's Dwayne Mathis or JT Daniels or Stetson Bennett. I don't think your offense is going to be. I don't think you guys have good enough play at the quarterback position. Like, I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying offense is elite, but I don't like. We're does that about make you like? Does that make you sad though? Not really. Because like, like you I'm know, a you're a defensive guy. Like, I know, but like as a defensive guy, like you guys have been. But I know, like the whole offseason, everyone was talking about y'all's offense. No, like, bro. What makes me sad is that I told you this yesterday. It just feels like the quarterback position at Georgia's cursed right now. Like, and I don't even put it like a lot of people want to put it on Kirby, but I don't even put it on Kirby, bro. Like, you he can't do anything about Jamie Newman deciding to opt out. No, but Justin Fields. He can't do anything about JT Daniels not being medically cleared. Yep. He did his job with Dewan Mathis. Dewan Mathis was a four star who was committed to Ohio State and flipped on signing day. This is the different. This is why I. This is why I'm not going to say. This is why I say it is Kirby's fault, because Kirby. Don't get me wrong. Kirby's a hell of a defensive coach. I think he can develop the shit out of a defensive player. His defense is amazing. But here's the difference. Kirby has 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 recruited highly rated um, quarterbacks and has never developed one of them. Bro, he hasn't developed anyone, dude. Like I'm not yes. saying I'm not saying he has, but the problem with that narrative is that Eason comes in as a Mark Rich recruit, has a fine first year. Sure. Gets hurt in his first game of his sophomore year. Jake Fromm goes on a tear and leads us to the national championship. Yeah, but Jake Fromm never got better. That's my point. Hold on. But the second year Jake Fromm was a starter looked just as good, if not better, than his first year. There's yeah, like but, a revisionist history about Jake Fromm. People act like Jake Fromm had one good year and then was terrible. Bro, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the in the in the nation his second year. Yeah, because you guys had he had an, he had the best offensive line that year and the best backfield. Yeah. Hey, but the other the yes, I agree. But we also had a guy who was a proven offensive coordinator in Jim Chaney. The third year, we lose our offensive coordinator. Kirby does something that I think is you could question the decision, but I think that Kirby just clearly from the way he's handled coaches, Kirby doesn't like outside hires. He likes developing coaches underneath him and kind of promoting them. Um, that's something he's done on the defensive side with Dan Lanning. That's something he tried to do last year in the offensive side of the ball, and it just didn't work. And now this year you've got a new offensive coordinator and you've got unexperienced quarterbacks playing in the first game. So, like, believe me, nobody is – like I told you yesterday, like, if we had lost to Arkansas, I would have been ready to, like, just give it up on Kirby Smart. <laughs> You're crazy, bro. And, like, part of that is, like, being upset and, like, annoyed and bothered. But I do think the quarterback thing is something we're going to have to figure out at some point. And this year, yeah. I think a lot of the struggles are not Kirby's fault. He recruited two guys who were transfers. The Jamie Newman thing is like I agree with you. It, it's not it's your like, fault, but like, but my point being is, is that like Mathis should have been ready. Bro, Mathis had brain surgery last year and yeah, yeah, yeah. But he should have. Hey, Mathis looked terrible, bro. He looked like Trayon Harris. Bro, go watch the game. Go rewatch the game. See how often that man was under pressure. Look, all I'm saying is this, bud, is if Stetson Bennett's your quarterback for the rest of the season, y'all are fucked. No, wrong, wrong. You guys are not. You guys are not winning the East. No, wrong, wrong. This is my real wrong, opinion. Wrong. All our offense has to do is score average twenty five points. Yeah, I don't know if that's gonna happen, Chief. Nor do I think, like, dude, I'm talking. I'm just telling you right now, and I'm not even. I'm not even saying just Florida. Like, I think that if y'all better – like, there better be a whole ass 360 this whole week if y'all are going to be Auburn. I'm telling you, bro. Bro. Your baby, baby's not happy. You are – like, this is this – It's is not biased. It's not biased. I'm not saying it's biased. I'm not saying it's biased. Anyone I'm would agree with it. that, Trip. Your defense no. is elite. Your defense is elite. 
Yes. 100%. But, but Parker, Auburn is not going to score 30 points on us. Yeah, and you're not going to score 30 points on Auburn. Talk to me next week. I'm willing to bet money, bro. What you talking about? Talk to me next week. Okay. We are not losing to Auburn this weekend. It's just not going to happen. Derek, clip that. I want it as a GIF. I want it as bro, a video. I'm going to post it everywhere. Bro, last year, last year, yep. I was more worried about the Auburn game than I am this year. Well, I will tell you this. It's actually probably good that you guys had a poor showing against Arkansas in the first half so that it can fire up the boys a little bit. So, I get that. I mean, I but definitely I'm think not, they – I'm not I'm, not I'm not. saying that y'all will be – I'm not saying that – I'm saying you better do a 360. I'm, if, if, you, if I was a betting man and you told me who's going to win the game, I would put my on Georgia. Does that make you happy? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make me happy, but – But I'm just you being – You say that like you're not a betting man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you call me out. Bro, yeah. all right, shit. all right. Next game, we'll get off of Georgia. Next game, Alabama, Missouri. I mean, did it go any different than everybody thought it would? Thirty-eight to nineteen. No, Matt Jones. I, I will say just... this: Matt Jones is the guy. Like I thought, he. I didn't think he would be as look as good as he did. And I thought that. Um, uh, I'm losing my mind. That freshman that's really good. What are you talking about? Quarterback. Oh, oh, uh, Bryce. Uh, whatever. I'm losing something. My, yeah, I'm losing my mind on his last name. But I thought that Mac Jones would like Bryce be, Young, maybe? Yes, Bryce Young. I thought yeah. that Mac Jones would be kind of, you know, whatever, and that uh Bryce Young would eventually be the starter. But Mac Jones looked really good. Now it is Missouri. It is a new coach. Once again, dude, there are so Bro, many coaches. Their coach's name is Drinkowitz or whatever. I can't yeah. take someone seriously. No, here's the deal. Mac Jones. Dude, he's awesome. I actually think you would like him if you like pay attention to his personality and stuff. Who, Mac Jones or Drinkowitz? No, Drinkowitz. Is that even his name? I'm just calling him Drinkowitz. Yeah, Maybe is. I would. Maybe he's a good guy. I know he's from App State. I have, I have a fondness for App State. But here's the deal. Mac Jones, call me later. Mac Jones is going to be good. But I'm not sold yet. I'm not sold yet. I mean, I think he'll be good. Don't get me wrong. He's going to be a top three quarterback in this seat. But, like, people had really hyped him up. Like, I was hearing highs and stuff. By the yeah. way, I – you don't be surprised. This you don't be. I I, I want to get off of this. So let this go after I say this. But don't be surprised if twenty four seven comes out with an article this week talking about how Stetson Bennett is a Heisman favorite now. Now he's going to be a first round draft pick. Shut up. Because two four seven's bias as hell. Shut up. No. This is them on Georgia. Everybody, bro, let me tell you something. Let me tell you <laughs> something. I'm definitely more connected to Georgia Twitter than you are. Nobody's happy. Okay. Well, maybe Nobody's I need to follow happy. those people. Nobody's maybe happy. I need to follow those people. Um, but yeah, I mean, Alabama dominant, like I thought they would be, um, Najee Harris almost gets a hundred yards. Jalen Waddle has 130 something yards. Um, that game went, if you, that game went exactly how I thought it would go. I'm not even surprised. On point game of the week in terms of what happened. Um, so next game, Tennessee, South Carolina, I really wanted South Carolina to win this game. I just don't like Tennessee. We both have we can we can both. Year, I just I well, think. Tennessee and Miami have both have that same syndrome where they win a couple games and they think they're world beaters. Yep. And oh so, my gosh! Everybody knows this offseason. Tennessee fans thought like they were. Bro, I think it's hilarious. Tennessee fans, though, like Georgia fans, were like Jim Cheney sucks, and Tennessee fans are like I love Jim Cheney. Yeah. Like it's just not. It's just it's just expectations. It's just funny to me. Oh yeah, for sure, and like. South Carolina had a chance to win this game, and they just let a punt. Like they, you know, like every football player in the world knows, late in the game, if they're punting the ball, just get out of the way. Just don't stand anywhere near the ball. And the ball just bounces into a guy, and Tennessee recovers it. Yeah, no, Tennessee got a little lucky, but it makes me like. I don't think I think it's the same year, different or different year, same story. I think. I mean, I think South Carolina will be. I don't know. I mean, South Carolina is probably going to struggle this year a little bit, but just because of the schedule. But like, I don't think t- I think Tennessee will go eight and four. You know, yeah. seven and five. Like, I don't think that's pretty generous. Yeah, I mean, eight and four is generous, I think. But I think they'll be somewhat improved. But well, but, Will Muschamp is definitely like on the hot seat for this year. Well, they play uh, Florida plays South Carolina next week at twelve o'clock. So yeah. But yeah. I think I'm not. I think that I mean. I'm not too worried about that game. 
Um, I will say that quarterback for South Carolina is better than I thought he was uh, or w- would be, Colin Hill. Um, yeah. He looked pretty good. And I think that I think that the defense looked pretty good for, like, the majority of the game too. And I think that Muschamp just – I don't know, man. I just don't know that Muschamp's got it as a head coach. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a great coordinator. He's a, I mean, he's an excellent defensive minor recruiter. Um, yeah. I just trust me, bro. You're talking to a Florida fan. I, I always like Muschamp as a, like, as just as a person, as players. And I do think Jeremy Pruitt is like a head coach. Yeah, Jeremy, I agree with that. Like, I do, like, just his demeanor, the way he handled last year after the Georgia State loss and the BYU loss to start the season. Yeah. I just was really impressed with the way he turned the season around. And even though they didn't beat anyone, like, you know, insane or anything, I just felt like he did a good job managing it. And I've not seen that from Will Muschamp ever, ever. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like his thing, though. Like, Will Muschamp doesn't doesn't manage well. That's, like, that's yeah. his fault. Uh, but I, still, I still don't think Garantano's anything to write. They don't have a good – I mean, I think Garantano will be much improved this year. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he looked uh, improved just this game, but I still just don't think he's, like, a, a dude. You know what I mean? You know what blows my mind is I think Tennessee, like, what did Tennessee finish last year? So, they they lost to – let's see. They won two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They finished eight and five, and they lost to Georgia State and BYU. Like, they could have finished – Oh, they, they really, could have been way worse. It could have been way They could have been way better. Like they could have been they were they could have been they could have been a double digit win team. Yeah, they could have won 10 games. They could Their won. only losses in the SEC were to Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. Yeah. Like that's pretty crazy. I mean, plus they had favorable you know the scores like, of those games were the Florida, Georgia, Alabama game? Yeah. They got they got molly whopped. Uh, everybody. Yeah, Florida 34 to 3. Georgia forty three to fourteen, Alabama thirty five to thirteen. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, they got popped. But yeah. But I mean, I think <clears throat> I still think I think the I this is the difference this year. I don't think they have like a. I don't think Tennessee has a bad loss. Yeah. Like I think that they'll. I think that they'll be improved in that. They beat that. who they're supposed to beat, and they lose to who they're supposed to lose to. Yeah, exactly. Like I. So think what do you that, think about Tennessee, Kentucky? So, like, to me, even if they lose to Kentucky, I don't think it's a bad loss. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you think if they lose Kentucky, that's serviceable. Like, that's like, – So, Tennessee – damn, Tennessee kind of has a schedule, though. So, like, Tennessee plays Missouri next. Then they have y'all. So, I think Tennessee will go 2-0. and Then they go play y'all. So, it's 2-1. and Then they play Kentucky. I think they could go 3-1. and Then they play Alabama. There's 3-2. and Then they play Arkansas. There's 4-2. and then they play AM, Auburn, Vanderbilt, then Florida. I think they could beat AM. I think they could beat AM too, but I'm only giving them one, two. I'm giving them so far, I'm going to give them one, two, three. I'm going to give them, that's them beating Kentucky and, and, and beating yeah. Kentucky and losing to AM. So I feel like those could kind of be a toss up. So I'm giving them one, two, Three more guaranteed wins. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think about. One, yeah. two, three. Actually, four more. Four more guaranteed wins. But, I mean, that's five and five. That's not yeah. – that's nothing to be – not great. That's like they got to have to upset – they're going to have to upset a top 25 team. Um, I mean, they are a top 25 team, but, like, someone that's ranked higher than them. Yeah, but they're a top 25 team. Fringe. They're fringe. They're 21. Uh, uh, the Big Ten came back in it this week. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I mean, that game kind of went exactly as I planned, as I thought it would too. Kind of like a dog fight and then yeah. a coin flip on who's going to win. So, yeah. All right. We got one more game and then we can do shout outs. So, Vanderbilt versus Texas A&M. That is freak. That, blew, that game blew my mind. Bro. I didn't get a, I didn't get to watch one second of it. I ended up getting a, like a stomach bug. I didn't get to watch one second of it. But here's, here's the deal. There's no way in hell that AM it should have been that close. I don't care who. And like the thing, the thing to me is it's just like I don't know what happened because when you look on the stats, 
Like, Kellen Mond went 17 for 28, 189 yards, and one touchdown. He should have threw for more. Yeah, 100, 189 yards against Vanderbilt? Yeah. And Vanderbilt's quarterback threw two interceptions. But they're running he back. only threw for 150 yards. Yeah, they're running backs. Uh, uh, Texan and running backs um, combined for, like, 170 yards, though. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, still. I mean, well, first off, the score of this game at halftime was seven to five, which is the same as the I know UGA Arkansas game, which is wild. The Weird. difference is that UGA came out and put twenty two points on the board in the second in the third quarter. Yeah, I don't even A&M know. Didn't. How is A and M? If this is what we're going to see from A and M, like who's buying Jimbo stock? Who's buying Kellamon stock at this point? Uh, nobody. I, I mean, I don't know. That's what – I know t- A&M's lost a little bit of momentum in the offseason, too, with people opting out and some of their big play receivers. So, uh, I mean, I think – I'm not – like, I'm not buying too much into it just because it's week one. I don't know who A&M plays this week. I mean, I'll tell you this. We're going to be able to tell if A&M is good or not when they play Florida. Oh, my shit. Okay, never mind. We're going to be tell. We're gonna be able to tell about A&M's good next week because they play Alabama. Oh wow! Yeah. So, so that's uh, rough, bro. Yeah. So they play it. Wow. Okay. So a And M a And M schedule got really hard real quick. Alabama, Florida, then Mississippi State. Bro, that's how that's how uh, that's how Georgia's schedule got. Like Arkansas this week, Auburn next week. We get Tennessee, which is not an off game, but it's you know a little easier, and then Alabama. Yeah. I mean, I think – I don't know. It's just funny to me. I mean, Vanderbilt – like, I'm not going to sit here even talk about Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's going to do the same thing. Vanderbilt's going to win, like, maybe one or two games and do the thing, even though I like Derek Mason a lot. Uh, I don't think – He's another, like, coordinator. Like, he doesn't need to be a head coach. No, I think he is a head coach. I just you think do? he's not – You just think he's – Vanderbilt's I just terrible? think Vanderbilt's terrible. You can't – there's only why so much you, you can do. Why would you take a job – like, at this point, why would you take a job at Vanderbilt? Because it's a stepping stone to the next they job. Like, yeah, but how is it a stepping stone? You have to be able to perform well. But I guess going like five and five is performing well. Like he's had that team. He had that team eligible in two years back to back. That's the winning the fucking. Super yeah, but he hadn't had as good of a stint as James Franklin did. Yeah, but James Franklin wasn't that great either, though. No, he wasn't great, but he was better than. Uh, That's my point, though. Well, Derek, James Franklin was just a better coach than Derek Mason, anyway. Yeah, I feel like you could. I feel like Derek Mason would be like a really good, like kind of like middle tier ACC coach. Yeah, like an NC State or something like that, or like a, I don't know, a Wake Forest. Like well, I like to see him at Duke. Yeah, I mean Duke's got a good coach, but yeah, but um, a school like that. Yeah, yeah, North Carolina. I mean Mac Brown's there, so no, but, um, but yeah, like a middle tier like ACC school. I think he'd be really good. I think he's a good coach. So. You never know, but yeah, um, Texas A&M better better do something next week. I mean, they're definitely gonna lose Alabama. Don't even, but they better at least try to make it entertaining. Guys, they don't. They gotta play them, and then they gotta play. I think Florida goes to um, uh, Aggie Land, but bro, they just worried. but they like people just bought and like Texas A&M. Like I had people. There were people that were saying they were gonna be in the college football playoff. Yeah, no, people were like. Um, People are like really too high on them. Like Kellen Mond was going to be the SEC quarterback of the or SEC offensive player of the year, and like this, so that, crazy. and the other. But so like, crazy. But I mean, all in all, like it's a pretty exciting week one. Um, it's back, baby! I'm excited. That's the big thing, man. Is it's back? Like I don't even give a shit, man. I'm so excited. I mean, both of our teams won, so I do give a shit, and like I would yeah. be emotionally just drained if we lost. But the thing is, it's back. I'm never. Oh, I promise it. you, if we had lost Arkansas, I wouldn't have done this podcast. <laughs> you and Derek would have been trying to hit me up, and I would. Have just oh, I would spit out my tea. Trent, there was no way. There was no way I was going to let you not record when when you if you lost to Arkansas. Oh, I promise you, I would not have recorded. You would have not heard from me. I would have drove up to Rome and put a camera in your face, and we're like, "Please say something. What do you have to say about your approval?" <laughs> that would have been. That might have been the worst day of my life. Look, we we talked about this. No matter what happens. That would have been so much worse than the South Carolina loss last year. 
I know. Did we record after South Carolina we loss? Because I remember I recorded after losses, so that's the deal. It doesn't matter who we lose to. We always have to record after. Oh losses. yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm mostly joking. I would have just been dead. No, you would have, bro. Honestly, I would have given you the pass for that one. I would have just been. I would have came on here. I would have came on here without you. But that's the weird thing about it is that I was never wor- I was never worried. Never. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I would have came on here. I would have came on here without you and gone on a thirty-minute rant, and fifteen minutes of it would have just been me laughing into the mic, <laughs> and then be like, "Check out the new OTS uh, powerhouse perennial powerhouse podcast," and it would just be like, <laughs> <laughs> that would be the highlight, just me pointing at the camera laughing. But you won. You guys Molly walked them. It is what it is. But here's the deal. Let me hear your shout out. All right. My shout out. You may go first. No, no, my shout out is Mike Leach. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to go KJ Costello, but yeah. No, bro. KJ Costello is awesome for throwing 600 yards, but he only threw 600 yards because Mike Leach came into Baton Rouge and just laid it out all on the table like, how many years have people been like, can the air raid work in a conference like the SEC against defenses like that? You know, whatever. And what we saw is that with SEC talent, the air raid can be pretty awesome. Against the the proclaimed DBU. Exactly. Which is in so, Gainesville, not Baton Rouge, by the way. So now, I, let, me, let, me, let me stop for a second. Derek Stingley was not playing. I understand that. Doesn't make that big of a difference. I understand that. It does make a big difference. He takes away half the field. Kind of. So, I'm just going to say, it doesn't make a difference. However, it doesn't matter. Nobody, nobody thought that was going to happen. 630 yards, 620-something no. yards? Are you kidding me? Mike Leach. I would have said, I would have said, like, maybe 300. Oh, yeah. My, Mike Leach, man. And I'm so excited to see what that looks like down the road. Oh, yeah. It's going to be he's been, he's been, like – the man was the coach at Washington State. He you know what's craziest? He ain't getting the talent that he gets at Mississippi State. Think about it. Uh, think about it this way, though, too, is that, like, you're going to have a Mississippi State in the same conference as A&M, Auburn, Alabama, LSU. Like, that's going to be wild. So, I'm excited for it. The SEC, like, has always been the best conference in college football for, like, years now. But let me just say that our coaching dynamics have made it even better. Well, Mississippi State's perfect for Mike Leach, too, because Mike Leach is not Mike, – Mike Leach's all, weakness has always been recruiting. And he doesn't – like, at Mississippi State, there's no expectations to recruit well. Yep. So, I mean, they, they did recruit when Mullen was there. They recruited well when Mullen was there. Like, like they were in the top 25 consistently. But, I mean, Mike Leach is – Mike Leach's offense brings another dynamic to where upsets are like on the table every weekend. But also, dude, like there is a, <clears throat> there was like some players after the game that were like being asked about the game and stuff, and a lot of the guys were like really talking well about Mike Leach, like how fun he is, like how awesome the culture is, like practice. Oh, yeah. Saying like you know they go full bore at practice sometimes. Like he'll come to practice and be like, "Hey, we're tackling today." Like. Yeah. Sure. You know what Screw I mean? It. So like. I think that he brings some – So for so long, the SEC has been, like, coaches that are by the book. They just do things the same, like, traditional ways, and they just, like, get the job done, like Saban um, and Urban Meyer at one point, and Kirby's that way. You know, Kirby's, Kirby's that way. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. the kind of the culture. But now we're getting guys like Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach, and, like, that's exciting, dude. Like oh, I'm with you. Some personalities and some guys that are not afraid to do something different in the conference, and that's just going to make it even more exciting and fun to watch. No, I'm super excited to see Mississippi State this year. I hope it's not just a, like a lightning in a bottle. Yeah. I mean, I think LSU is overrated for sure, but we'll see. But still, uh, still nobody thought – you didn't think Mississippi State was going to win. No, I, I thought – I didn't think they were going to win. But I did think that they would make it interesting for sure. Yeah. But, dude, you already know who my shout-out is. I got to go with the Kyles down in Gainesville. Dude, don't even give me that biased bullshit trip. I, how can I not shout them out? Kyle Trask, 417 yards, 
zero interceptions, 70, like, 5% completion rate, six touchdowns, and Kyle Pitts. Go, look, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen as far as national championship or Heisman on this. But let me tell you this. Kyle Pitts for the Omaki Award. Four touchdowns in a fucking game trip, 184 yards to the Kyle, the Kyle connection, baby. First off, first off, KJ Costello says, hold my beer. No, no. Second off, no. second off, second off, you said 417 yards. I've got Kyle Trask at 416 yards. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Listen, here's the deal, though. The, like, I, I agree with you. Yes, KJ Costello had more yards. Not as many touchdowns, but he did have more yards. But the difference is this. Uh, dude. I, you know, I think KJ Costello threw, like, 60 passes. Yeah, 60 passes and and and, and Mike Leach's offense, that's how it's going to be. Like, Gardner Minshew was tearing up the NCAA and never got any type of Heisman nod or anything like that. So, I don't I don't really take too much talking to it right now. But I have to – it's not about that. KJ, I almost shouted out KJ Costello. Great performance. Is it brother? I'm actually looking right now. I want to see how many passes he threw. Yeah, he was 36 of 60. Yeah, that's fucking insane. What was, what was Trask? Uh, I don't know. Let me look real quick. But uh, KJ Costello had 60% completion rate, and he threw 60 passes. That's ridiculous. No, he was money. And those weren't, like, easy little slants either. No. Like, uh, let's see. Kyle Trask. Let's see. Kyle Trask. Oh, that is not what I clicked. I got it. Hold up. I think I got it. 42 attempts. Okay. He threw it. He went 30 for 42 with a 71.4 completion rating. Hey, that's impressive, man. That's money that's in the impressive. bank. And I just had to shout out Kyle Pitts, too. The Kyle connection, man. It's real. Yeah, and y'all threw 42 times. Yeah. That's a lot, bro. Yeah, they were actually containing the run a little bit for us. So, I mean – yeah, I mean it is what it is, bro. When you when you got a baller in the back, when you got a baller at, at the play caller, you know. Hold on, you just this man threw six touchdowns. I thought he threw four. Contrast threw six touchdowns. Jeez. Yeah, that's right. Give him. That's a, a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. lot. That's a lot. A lot. I'll be I'll be surprised if Felipe throws that all year, bro. He threw a seventy-one yard touchdown, sixteen yard touchdown. He had the. Uh, he was like the third highest QBR rating for uh, 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 throws like twenty yards downfield this weekend. Hey, so like, I'll give you that. impressive, impressive, bro. Contrast. That's it, man. He's. I'm hey, excited. Yeah, I he's a real deal, but I'm excited. I, I think this is going to shape up to be one of the most exciting years in the SEC, just because we're playing only SEC games. Yes, we've got some new pieces added in with new coaches and new coordinators and new quarterbacks like really Kyle Trask is Kyle Trask and Kellen Mond are like the most experienced quarterbacks in the yeah in the league well this is my thing so and I'll say this and I guess Garantano is pretty experienced let's say Garantano might have more starts than Kyle Trask but the the thing I the thing I have with it this year that I'm super excited about just just I was thinking about this yesterday too I was like you know what, honestly, an all-SEC schedule every year would be kind of dope, but, like, it would not be good for our playoff playoff stuff. So, like, that's the only reason I just am not about it. But I'm being for when I say this, and you're going to – you can laugh at me. You can say whatever you want. Unless we do automatic bids. Yes. But let me say this. I think that um, – I think that this is the first year since we've had T-Bone that I look at the schedule and I feel – I feel confident that we could potentially go ten and zero this year. I Bro, think you before the season, you literally said there's no way any SEC team goes undefeated. I know. I changed my mind. I think. I think. I, <laughs> I think it's Alabama. Not biased at all. I think Alabama could go undefeated. I think. I think. I like. I just was. I really believe that Florida could go undefeated. I'm not saying they will. But I think that Florida and Alabama could go undefeated. I think they have the talent for it, and they have the returning production. Um, I, I think mean, they could be an undefeated team. Um, I think the only three that are possibly going to be undefeated is Georgia, Alabama, Georgia, Alabama and Florida. Florida. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those are, to me, those are the three best teams in the conference. Yeah, without a doubt. 
Like, especially after LSU losing, those are the teams now. Does Mississippi State get another upset over us or Alabama? Maybe. Hey, how about them? How about my Gators being top three? What's up? Darn the nation, bitches. It's all hype. I'm not buying too much into it, but I'll take it for right now. Yeah, that's my thing is like this year has shown me even more that the rankings just don't. Yeah. Like, Whatever. I mean, I I agree with you. Like, it doesn't mean a thing until you go until you strap up the you strap up and you yep. go hit somebody. So, all right, bro. Well, you, brother. We've, been, we've been going for right at an hour, maybe a little over. So uh, we'll get off here. But man, I will see you next week for week two. Next week, trash week talk. Two. Y'all better not lose to Auburn. We better not lose to South Carolina. No, I we but we both need. God, imagine how amazing the game will be if we're both undefeated coming into that game. Oh, I, yeah, it would be great. It was like that last year, wasn't it? Yeah, but it would be, no, we had lost South Carolina. We lost South Carolina. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we we were undefeated. But then, then we, we beat y'all. <laughs> I just said that, we and then we y'all. lost. Three years in a row. Three <laughs> years in a row, we beat y'all. All right, buddy. I'll let you go. It's been 40 years in a row since you had a ring. Suck my ass. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> All right, see you, brother. Here. I'll see you, bud. See you later. Thanks, brother.